Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, welcome to Going Off Track. Hey, wait, man, I'm not ready. Oh, sorry. Brad wasn't ready. <laughs> now I'm ready. Hey, Brad. Hey. How's it going? Got my voice on. Me and Brad hung out last night with Steven, which is a very rare yeah, occurrence. It was very rare and very awesome. We saw Beach Slang. Playing replacement songs. Playing replacement songs. It was very fun. Which I might ju- tell you why I was there. If you Now, I'm a Beach Slang fan, so. Yeah, they were here rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Um... At Converse Rubber Tracks. At Converse Rubber Tracks. We don't mention that enough. No, we don't. Converse (laughs) Rubber Tracks. I was drinking a lot of beers. I Uh, had a few beers. I hung out with Going Off Track former guest, uh, Craig Finn, and the Hold Steady, who made a guest appearance. Yeah, on my favorite song. Yeah. Can't hardly wait. That was cool. Um, It was cool. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It's good to see Stavros. Yeah, Steven's doing great. I just saw Steven in a production of Willy Wonka. (laughs) And it was my first time seeing Steven sing. And I got to say, that guy can do it all. For real. It's really true. Um, So yeah, (laughs) follow Steven on Twitter if you want to. I don't think he, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe do a YouTube search for a video. Yeah. (laughs) Or check out out Steven's episode on season one of Queer for the Straight Guy. I think it's on Netflix. I think Steven hates it when I mention it. Does he sing on that? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't know if I've actually seen the entire thing or just pieces of it. I should really watch it. Uh, Speaking of someone you really want to watch. For real. Today on the podcast, we had uh, Mikey Freedom Heart, uh, who plays, is currently playing under... The name X Reyes, um, and uh, yeah, he. Uh, I met him through Jack from Fun and Bleachers. He was playing in Bleachers. He's currently playing in The Cranberries. That's pretty epic. Pretty epic, I uh, guess. <laughs> he's also played with Albert Hammond Jr., Sia, Mike D, Santa Gold, Adam Green. He's kind of played with everyone. Cool. He's got um, an album he made called Punch Talk which is going to be coming out later this year as we talk about. Uh, he's looking for someone to put it out. So if you want to put out this record, get it, Mikey Freedom Heart. If you're interested in checking out um, X-Ray It's Live, they have a residency coming up uh, very soon. Last two Wednesdays of July. Last two July. Wednesdays of July, which I guess is today and next Wednesday. The wow. 20th and 27th at Elvis's Guest House at 85 Avenue A in New York's rapidly getting shittier East Village. <laughs> so... Yeah, I might go. Brad, you should go. 
Yeah, you should go. It's your duty. Yeah, I'll go. Maybe I'll go. I could walk. Yeah, you could walk over. We could get a taco or something. Love tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get into it so I can go back to sleep. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mikey Freedom Heart. I'm going off track. Hoofs and assholes. In case you're just tuning into this podcast, <laughs> Benny was explaining uh, why Boar's Head is yeah, basically, so prevalent in New York City bodegas. Well, it's deli meats and cheeses hierarchy. And Boar's Head, if you're not going local cheeses and meats, Boar's Head is the top of the hierarchy. I'd say Thuman's is about middle standard, and Dietz and Watson is your like. We just got to get a deli going. What's the <laughs> cheapest stuff we can get in here, basically. Um, and and these guys were saying, this is Jonah and Mikey for reference. Yes, that Mikey Freedom Heart. Hello. They will go to any deli and actually find an aversion to the boar's head sign. And Mikey I was, has the aversion. I, I just don't care about it. Never. Right. Yeah. And I was explaining, I won't even step foot inside of a deli without that boar's head sign because I know about the higher quality of meats and cheeses that boar head uh, provides. But do they Don't, teach you how to make the specialty sandwich? They will. They actually have like dudes or women, <laughs> I'm sure. Sandwich artists. They're, they're like, the like, all right, you have a deli, you got boar's head now. We're going to do signage over here. These are going to be like five new specialty things. This is going to be this. Try the oven gold. You know, and they give you a bunch of options to really, like, boost your stock there. But you, once you accept the Boar's Head contract, you are Boar's Head place. Yeah. Like, you don't carry anything else. All your signage and advertising says Boar's Head somewhere on it. Okay, here's my question, Benny. You walk, you walk into your Boar's Head deli. Yeah. You're at the counter. Yeah. What do you get? Do you get, like, some, like... Do you have, what's your go-to? Oh, I have a very specific sandwich that it I is get. Okay. I've been getting though. it for many, many years. It's a three cheese. Oh, nice. It three. always needs to include a cheddar as aged as possible. Okay. And um, some kind of pepper or Monterey Jack. There's grass on the field. Yeah. The third cheese is dependent on mood, but it's usually a mild or like a provolone or a Swiss to just kind of balance it out. So I get the three cheese. I do mayo. I do lettuce, tomato, sliced pickle. And then I'd like salt, pepper, oregano. Nice. And that's that's my special. You do that hero. You do that on a roll. I prefer a, a sub. Yeah. 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 Hero, by the way, if you said in Central Jersey, they'd go, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck are you talking about a hero? I don't know what the fuck that. You mean a sub? You mean a fucking sub? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're not into that. They're not into it. What about no. you, Mikey? What's your kind of go-to sandwich? I would say, I don't know. I used to... I, the culture of like specifying every component of the sandwich is very New York. It's something I learned about when I first moved here. Um, so I still like have a lot of anxiety when it comes time to like, like I've, I don't think I've ever made the the one that I'm looking for. I'm still looking. Yeah. For, I'm oh, still you're looking, still on the hunt. Still looking for the right. Sandwich. So I mean, as a, a I like light- turkey based. I like a spicy turkey. Sometimes a sweet turkey. Okay. Old country. But not like your sandwich, the Mikey Hard special. Yeah, like some people are like so into. Yeah, like even you like. You have to you have to try this sandwich that I've concocted. It's I have this set of ingredients and this shit is yeah. gonna blow your mind. I can't do that. Like I went on a date with a girl like, like a few years ago and she took me to like a bagel place and mm-hmm. I ordered bagels where I've lived in New York for a while, but I got nervous and I got uh lox and uh cream cheese on like a walnut raisin bagel. Interesting. 
Yeah, it was ba- it was like yeah. kind of cool. Locks like, on a raisin bagel. That's yeah, it even funky. it didn't even occur to me. It just like I considered each component like it was like its own decision. I've done like, that. I used to get egg and cheese on oatmeal or on a uh, raisin cinnamon raisin bagels because I was like I like cinnamon raisin bagels. I like egg and cheese. Okay. But when I, whenever yeah. I'd order, people would be like, that sounds gross. I'm like, I don't know. Like I feel like an ingredient in a bagel isn't like really like it's not like I'm getting raisins on the eggs. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it in is, the bagel, it's like a little milder. It is an <laughs> odd hint. Of fruitiness to a savory concoction, though. Mm. No, yeah, I would I'm, say. I mean, I haven't. It's not something I felt strongly about. It's not right. something I've gotten in a long time. To be totally honest. Yeah, that, that was my selling point on the date in the moment, but I haven't. I learned like that was the moment I realized like this is like a skill. That- See, but it's a learning experience, yeah. and that's where, as being from Central Jersey, our local food we're sandwiches. Yeah, we are like a sandwich people. Cold, cold sandwiches, hot sandwiches, Italian sandwiches. Like, this is just, like, what we do. And that's, yeah. like, our local custom. Yeah. I know you're from Ohio. Right. You're from Louisiana, Louisiana if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So sandwich culture, and I know from traveling to these places, <laughs> is quite different there. I mean, and if you do have a sandwich, it's more often than not a place where you're like, uh, let me get the eight. Yeah. And it comes the way it is. And then you guys are probably way less specific about. We no, have like dressed and not dressed. I said spicy mustard, you yeah, son exactly. of a bitch. Yeah. That's a, that's a very, yeah, that's a very like New York, New Jersey specialty thing. Like, know it, like even a young child knows how to navigate these complicated options. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. know that of the four mustards, that's the one that's going to get me going. And it's going to complement that cheddar just right. Yeah, depending on mood, of course. Like you of said, of course, it's science. I like that it's your mood dependent cheese is always a chilled cheese, though. It has to be. I mean, I like because <laughs> you know I'm not a meat guy, so a meat I need. Stir. We I call need, ourselves meatsters. I'm not a meatster, <laughs> so I need that bite somewhere in the sandwich. I need that that yeah. that thing. So a nice like a sharp cheddar and some jack with some spice. It gives my flavor palette there. You know the. The idea that maybe I'm having something more than fucking cheese. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, or are you are you like the kind of vegetarian who just thinks about meat? Like some, I know some vegetarians on a tour. They think about like, oh man, like they see the breakfast sausage and they're like, that's better than the one I have. Sometimes, and okay. you know, I've been a vegetarian now for it's going on twenty two or twenty three years. Whoa! So. I'm fairly accustomed to the fact that, like, none of these things are going to enter my mouth. Like, I'm just used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally have n- no rules about what goes in my mouth has lasted love it. that long. Yeah. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I mean, you sound like a freer person than I am. I, I guess have, I'm just free I, like I got that. all these rules, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I put these rules I don't even listen to five-second rule, man. <laughs> it's old school. Speaking of food, Ten seconds. how many <laughs> jokes about cranberries do you make when you're playing with the it's, cranberries it's so hard i think i couldn't do that gig just for that reason yeah you because you, well, uh, you know you would be in pun overload like yeah, your brain they might, would be yeah. like this guy's fired yeah <laughs> they, well if i said all of them i'm certain i would be fired like i'm sure that there's none that they haven't heard right you know and so it just i actually just say them to myself sometimes okay like, Happy Thanksgiving, you know, like it's. But a cranberry joke is also kind of hard. Like make a cranberry yeah. joke. I don't know. Like UTI. Basically, you've got UTIs. Right. Right. Cranberry. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. like the outer perimeter. That's like the thinking man's. Well, I know that fun. from The Departed. You know that movie, The Departed. Yeah. DiCaprio orders a cranberry juice, and the Irish mobster goes, "Was it your fucking period?" And then they get into a fight. You learned thing. about you like yeah. that. 
that uh, yeah. homespun cure for UTIs in the most male way possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but then there's all these zombie jokes I would be making. Zombie is a, yeah, that's yeah. a strong. I have to say, whenever I play a zombie with the cranberries, I still feel like I'm trying to telegraph this, like, it, this moment into my path. I'm trying to, like, insert this future moment into my memory yeah. as a child going through, like, or like you know middle school or whatever grade I was in going through someone's like CD collection and seeing the like of course cranberry CDs you know because like I don't know like I didn't remember when people still bought music that there were just CDs that you like you totally had to have them right like I had Collective Souls Blue album and I had never really listened to any song other than Shine Shine Smash no that's not on the Blue album oh yeah that was the one that was the one before it that was the one before it there, they had, sure. another, um, they had another. They had another real collective soul. Collective and train and train was. What about first that concert? song? Wait, was the blue album have the song where it's like ah uh, ah uh, ah? Uh, that there's like that might have been the first that. I think that's whoa. Yeah, heaven let your light No, that's a different down. song. They just sound kind of the same. <laughs> the blue album has, which I can remember, came around the time as same time as Three Eleven's blue album, which is also a seminal work. Yes. <laughs> Um, the collective soul has. Don't think about. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn yeah, your hand on baby. Trying Fun fact about out. collective soul. Um, first band I ever crowd surfed to. <laughs> collective soul. They played a festival in Cleveland. Green Day was supposed to headline. Dookie era Green Day, and they wouldn't let Green Day play because so many people showed up. And I got dropped on my head <laughs> crowd surfing, and it was maybe one of the last. I didn't crowd surf for ten years after that. Wow. Huge bump on my head, and it was like the lamest band to get dropped <laughs> in your head. <laughs> I'd like to separately point out that you both had really big first experiences it's, to collect. It's soul. crazy. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we really just broke through some barriers. I, I wouldn't really. Where was that first show? It was Lake, in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Lake Charles, yeah, so Train and Collective Soul. What dude. year was that? Oh, now that's a tough. That's tough. Pansy Division played this festival I was at too. <laughs> If uh, I were to find out what year it was, I'd have to like I mean, look at what had, year it had to have been. Mid, I would say mid mid ish, late nineties, late nineties, late nineties, ninety eight, eight or seven, seven. Yeah, I'd have to look at when Train, whenever Train's first album came out, I would say that year because that they were supporting. But you had already been playing music for a while because I read that you started yeah. playing piano when you were three. Right. So I so that so, so the, that was my first like rock show. Okay. And that's always memorable because I remember like it was my birthday. We went and I saw like a fucking rock band and it was awesome. Had you I already mean, been digging Collective Souls hits on the radio or yeah, was it pretty random? It was kind of like I was like this, back to the thing. You know, I had an older brother. We had like, people had CDs. That was one of the ones they had. Yeah. I liked that song. And it was like, yo, Collective Souls is coming. You know, I remember I also saw Blessed Union of Souls. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, those are the soul. Those are the different kind of soul bands that we had in Louisiana. We're just um, looking for some soul. Yeah, like, that's what Louisiana is known for. Yeah, that that yeah. aspect of the soul community. Yeah, yeah. 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 A lot of the imports. Soulful, such as Blessed Union, Collective, <laughs> other soul. We just bands. did Asylum. a pod- We just did a podcast with Dave Perner from Soul Asylum, who actually really? lives. Down- He's a studio in New Orleans. See, there, yeah. that's wow. amazing. A lot wow. of soul down we there. We love soul. There's a lot of soul in New Orleans. Yeah, where are the coughing? Where's soul coughing? I don't know. And I'm <laughs> thinking of Soul Side. Great old hardcore band. Yeah. Um, Dude, Soul Asylum was kind of sick. I remember being like, everyone has the Soul Asylum CD. I think I probably like that band, but I don't know what it sounds like. And then like seeing the music video on and Pizza Hut and being like, 
These guys are serious. Yeah, it's so They're sad. Rocking. What a sad video. Everyone well, we, so you know, we talked about that. Music. Yeah, and I think we'll probably have released that one by this comes out. But who cares? But yeah, he talked about sort of how that video was very separate from the song. Like they're so intertwined now because mm. the Runaway Train was such a yeah powerful video. But yeah, he was like the song was kind of unrelated to it, and it kind of got eat, almost like absorbed by it. Mm. You know, a music video could really like have an effect on culture back then. Yeah, like, totally. Sure. totally. You can remember the Hugely. Jeremy videos being like, oh man. I was watching old Wu-Tang videos the other day. It's like, I don't even remember. I used to watch them all the time. I'm a huge fan of Wu-Tang. Like, I was watching them the other day. I was like, these are like scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were on TV. That's scary. They're like by a bonfire. Like, There's a guy with like a white mask on. Yeah. And Wu-Tang's aesthetic was so important to what they were doing because... Not a lot was around. I mean, hip hop was getting kind of bubbly at the time. Yeah. So when Wu Tang, like this group of dudes from like the dirtiest place on earth, came yeah. out, and I remember those videos too, and thinking of basically like, holy shit, these are the Scary coolest shit. motherfuckers I've yeah, ever seen. Seriously. And they were all dark, and I was already yeah. into hardcore, and I'm like, had this Grave Diggers record, and I'm like, yeah, Grave Diggers was crazy. I'm like these motherfuckers got fake eyes and the big puffed i'm like yeah. damn they're cool yeah it's I like was it's cool like kind of like the same sort of thing as like weirdo proggy rock like i feel like that's there's some similar dna there of just like we're into this like really out there yeah. weird shit and all of our friends are into it too and like they kind of just presented that and you were like i have not to deal with it yeah i don't know huh. what was it what was i gonna say about the soul oh i was i had a music video to combine the music video subject and the cranberry story subject. Please. Ooh. Do you guys remember the music video for self? I didn't remember it, but someone hit me to it when I got the cran- started playing with the cranberries. The music video for Salvation by Cranberries is a shocking, weird video with like it's really 90s, like it's really serious. They're like on a cliff, it's falling down, there's a sad child, and there's like a scary clown. Ooh. And it's like it's like the most 90s thing you could think of. Like it's just like Bold, primary colored, like sadness and angst and rocking on the guitars and stuff. And I was like, that's so crazy. So I went into rehearsal the next day and I asked Noel, the guitarist, I was like, man, I watched the music video for Salvation. And he's like, oh, that's the one with the clown, right? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it was crazy. (laughs) And he was like, that was the best video we made. And I was like, okay, (laughs) we'll start from there. It It was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. He was like. Very unabashed. He's like, that's the best one we ever made. I haven't wow. seen that. I'm going to check it out now. Give yeah. it a go. I mean, there's a clown. There's a scary clown. Okay. That's... I don't know if I'm scared of clowns or if I'm scared of scary clowns. <sighs> kind of hand in hand, I think. Is it though? I almost... Where's the border between jolly and... Because an overly jolly clown... He's hiding something. <laughs> he turns scary to <laughs> but me. But I feel Because like... <laughs> he's the one who's actually like... A scary clown presents you... He just is what he is. Yeah. And you can read it. You're like, this. that's a fucked up clown. Yeah, I'm exactly. going to just avoid this guy altogether. It's <laughs> always happening. But this really like, <laughs> like one comes up and plays the trick on you. I would often think that he's really just like luring you into the fold. Yeah, but you, you know, know what? I, felt like, I feel like sex with I'm not scared of clowns. And this is why. Because I feel like now everyone's scared of clowns. It's like a thing to be scared of. And I feel like that wasn't a thing we were growing up. No. Now I feel like everyone's like, oh, clowns freak me out. I think it happened in the the John Ritter depiction of It by Stephen King with Pennywise, the clown, who was so scary. 
Super scary. Killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. We had some we had some clown stuff. Yeah, but I still think that's a little niche, right? Not for me. Really? I think cl- there's and there's something these days about clowns' sole purpose in life being to try to impress children that probably comes yeah. off a little skeevier yeah. than or it to used rap. to. And that's a shame. <laughs> And spray soda on people. That is scary. I saw ICP once and I got drenched at some bamboozle or one of those festivals. Wait, they they pour soda on people? (laughs) They shoot Fago. That's like part of the thing. Oh, that's what Fago is. So I saw that. Is that their own soda? Or is that just like. No, and apparently Fago, they're not even. Fago doesn't, I think, want to be affiliated with them. It's like Cristal and hip hop. Yeah, but they have have a whole truck that comes with them full of Fago. Really? And I went to like a bamboozle servants get whatever and they played and like it was sunny out and all the security guys had parkas on they cover the stage in plastic and they are experts at spraying it they were spraying people 100 feet away like they have some and they have people on stage just doing it jesus yeah my first reaction is at a summer concert what a horribly inappropriate thing to spray sticky bugs i think if you're there and you're into icp you're into it though but imagine yeah, I don't think like, the whole thing is like, what's the most attended. rational way to entertain ourselves right now? Let's go to ICP's well, that, show. I could see where ICP <laughs> would be entertained by it. Oh, that's what you I You know, mean. that's but, fun. If you're on the stage spraying people with soda, I yeah. could see that being entertaining. But take this ring. We've all been to a warp tour, I can assume. Oh, yeah. So say you've been at a warp tour all day long. Yeah. You know, you, it's one of those hot warp tours too. And there's no escape. There's no just tents. imagine it for a moment. Yeah. You're just <laughs> cooking. You're melting all day. You're already sweaty. You already got like crotch rot that requires like baby powder when you, you faint, get home. Like, you faintly hear the casualties in the background. Yeah. Or something. Something's going on, but you don't even have the energy to check yeah. out another stage. You're just like, uh, and then all Your of a sudden swag, there's swag. The last thing you could need at that point is just to be covered in corn syrup, yes. right? A clown jizzing corn syrup all <laughs> I mean, over you is not. Top I can't of the list. think of something I would like least. Well, you're not a juggalo. You don't understand it, and, and you you're can't. never gonna be one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's really like that goes back to what we were saying, like about like that 16 year old guy being like, "Wow, you're 29. Like you're so old." It's like. At some point, you just look at the all of the things that they said you could be, and like as you get older, like that list is just shorter, just right? Gets like, yeah. Taken away. Yeah. From Juggalo you. today as <laughs> just striking another X on my yeah, like, fucking I, list. I, God damn it, Jonah! I with, I Wait, lo- what? Revert back uh, here to this. Okay? <laughs> Why could I not be a Juggalo? I mean, because your fundamental attitude is so anti. Too chill. All right, yeah. between the two of you, tell me three things. I would have to adopt into my lifestyle. This could be clothing, attitudes, anything that I could do to like tomorrow be accepted in the Juggalo community. I already have like I got You're long hair. You're kind of close. Yeah, I'm yeah. like I think I'm gross enough looking already. Mm. Not to say Juggalos have to be gross. I'm not trying to be racist. I here. think. Yeah, you shouldn't be. It's got to be some <laughs> hot Juggalos out there. I'm just saying. I have, um, yeah, it's got to be some handsome and and hot. <laughs> I'm sure there I are. think that the ICP guys, as soon as they're behind closed doors and the makeup comes off, is 
Oh, I mean, they, they're like wine experts. Oh, reads yeah, Russian yeah. literature. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, no, don't <laughs> don't drink it until you waft. You have to release the uh, the tannins. I've noticed the opposite with Jack Antonoff. Like he seems this like relatable guy on stage, and then you go back. He just wants to talk about ICP and rap and horrible <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, dude, I thought like uh, there's no bigger juggalo than Jack. It's crazy. <laughs> I went. I, we have this this ENT guy. This like voice doctor guy and they all call him in the office laid back jack okay and i thought that was so funny because jack is such a juggalo if they only knew (laughs) you should see okay first of all on jack's honda civic there are it is so loud you can hear him coming down we live in the same neighborhood you can hear it coming down the block um he has a he only smokes weed out of a seven foot bong love it and it's super sick it's got like a wizard skull yeah and it has to be graphics yeah it's a it's a really Dope bong. I mean, come on. The sounds, guy deserves it. He works hard. Sounds difficult, though. Yeah, it's like a Ricola commercial, yeah. only you're stoned <laughs> at the end. Which I, anyway. The guy is, you heard it here first. I'd he love heard, to get high out of a didgeridoo, just in a separate thing. I don't think that that's a rare thing. It's got to be possible. Yeah. But imagine if you're, like, smoking with a bunch of aboriginals, and they're like, dude, you have to clear it. Like, you can't have it unless you clear the whole thing. I think it's more like you're Tough. smoking with a bunch of aboriginals and you're like, you guys ever smoke out of the didgeridoo? And then they kill you. Oh, Because fuck what? you. No, I would never bring it up myself. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a socially aware person. If I'm hanging out with a bunch of aboriginals, I'm going to keep quiet. I'm going to lay in the cut and I'm going to see what they offer to me. I'm not going to present any of my shit to them. <laughs> But you guys still didn't tell me what I have to do to be a juggalo. Okay, yeah, so I'm thinking about. It. I don't really know, man. I mean, I want to. I want to give you good advice. I mean, you sounded like a fucking expert. Five well, minutes I, I just, I just think. <laughs> I have feelings. I have some feelings about it. I think that I there's a lot of. You are the one who coldly never and blanketly told me I could never be one. So it you, felt. You know what? It felt good to say it too. <laughs> you can't hear like, the tears, but they're they're there. Oh, Jonah, I don't know. It's so just, oppressive. I don't know. <laughs> You won't be. I mean, I, w- I would like to think in this in this great America I live in that if I decide at any age to just become a juggalo and adopt that lifestyle, that I could do it. You can't. Okay, I think that there's a lot of different paths to becoming a juggalo. What's the path of least resistance? Well, I would say this one thing: of as silly as jugg- as easy as they are to pick on, there's a thing about it that's kind of truthful which is like they're all kind of it's like an outsider mentality so they stick to all of this stuff that's like willfully outside okay to us really, and i'm not saying that that's a good idea or that that's the way to do it but are we talking like i'm gonna drink fago instead of coke exactly like i like, love fago you're like okay well i don't but maybe that's just sort of a manifestation as far as i understand it right of like i don't know i remember my english teacher in the sixth grade her son brandon this was in Louisiana, so like, you could take it really far with being a juggalo. Like, sure, you would, it was all the stuff. It was like you wouldn't. I don't think we would see like a juggalo in New York City, maybe, or it would be hard. Yeah, well, and if you're going to do it down Louisiana, you're not going to be a half stepper. No, no, you're going to be full on. If you're, you're going to commit to yeah. juggalo, sure. Juggalism, juggalism. I think that works. And he was full on, man. I remember him showing me all the stuff, and I in the sixth grade, you're kind of like this is an older guy, like. Maybe he has some stuff. Maybe I should pay attention. So I'm going to listen. Okay, weed smoking. Okay, like I don't like the music. I just- and I I realized that I didn't want to be a juggler. But his thing was kind of like, yeah, like man, like grown ups don't get it. 
this town is weird, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of like, so I can kind of relate on well, that level. That's kind of the of same like, thing as punk, right? Sort of. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it's I mean, so that... strange. But like, because I think that the fundamental problem is that like, clowns rapping is just sort of like unpalatable unless you've yeah. made it there. Right. The other side of the line. But... I kind of find like that Midwestern whites who don't rap very well to be a lot more offensive than like the whole Clowns. clown thing. Yeah, it's true. You know, like if their content was dope, like if these guys are both up there and they're spitting. They were just and really they're good. real good. It's undeniable. I yeah. don't care what they dress up as, you know? I mean, they are a very bold social movement without the backing of quality art, right. I feel. And I'm not saying that anything they're about no their message is something <laughs> You know, they're not subversively By incredible. By the way, the tool guy, uh, Maynard, is like the perfect example of Oh, the he's guy. a wine guy. Yes, yeah, right, he's a wine guy. He owns a vineyard and stuff, yeah. and he wears glasses. I mean, I guess everyone has <laughs> he just wrote a glasses. He just wrote so. a biography that's coming out soon. Amazing. There, tool growing up, I was like, when people were into tool, I was like, oh, you're like, you, um, you like the good band that plays bad, like the bad music scene, you like the like good band like to me like system of a down a little bit but to me like yeah like tool like that was like they were in that scene of just like the shittiest stuff but they were like actually kind of cool right well when you're a kid they're like and that video speaking of videos that video is sober that like claymation video oh this is so cool yeah Yeah. all their videos it seems like you can just tell that if your parents catch you watching it they're gonna be like what the what is this yeah And that makes you feel good. And Tool kind of managed to predate it, I think. Yeah, they they predated System of a Down by... Yes, by a lot. Where Tool, I think, had the benefit of being like, we're also down with, like, typo negative. Right. We're also down with, like, proper, like, kind of, like... 80s, 90s metal yeah. things, but that and was stuff. A, that was an era of music where I'm like, like, all right, for example, too, like, do you think too, like, gigged around a lot for years and then got signed because they some of those bands they just seem like they just came out and put out a record and they were just like a big band. And I you're do like, think I Tool did the work. Yeah, I think that those guys put in. Yeah, they punched their. Yeah, you know, because they had an album before Undertow too. Opiate, Opiate, yeah, great record. Um, Mikey, have you had the chance aside from uh, the Cranberries? To play music with any like bands that you kind of grew up listening to, well, because I, I gonna, know you do a lot of you played with a lot of different people. Yeah, that's I play with a lot of people. I was gonna say like um, it's kind of interesting. Like all of that stuff, that rock stuff, kind of didn't show up necessarily in my house or like where I was like because when I was getting into being a music nerd and buying CDs and stuff, it was like all that rock stuff was kind of happening, but No Limit was happening in Louisiana, and we were, like, obsessed oh, right. with No Limit. like that. Okay. And, they, and if you... Getting into No Limit's like getting into, like, comic books. Like, there's just no end. The content... There's, like, five new records a week. Right. And so that was, like, a big thing. And so then I would say, like, I learned about all of those rock bands, and I'm still kind of, like... Like, for instance, Jack will make fun of me, because I don't know, like, a lot of, like... Springsteen songs like I don't know how to play them because I don't I'm not that familiar with it. anyway so I would say that I got really into the strokes in high school when a cute girl gave me a CDR of the strokes and that was like a big one for yeah. like me and guitar and rock and roll and then I toured with Albert Hammond Jr. from the strokes and got to write some music with him and so that was like a cool kind of that was probably the biggest like this is like a 
someone that you like tried to imitate growing up that you're now like hang out with make music with and like it's was pretty natural like i think the strokes were a big uh, for a lot of people i think they were a real gateway band like i know like i've talked to Haim about it like yeah. you like i feel like a lot of people like heard that and it totally changed their course i think that well because before the strokes and albert actually albert had a funny story about this like right before the strokes music had gotten really like duty like it was really like the second wave of those shitty mm-hmm. tool bands was like the biggest thing like cut my life into it's like the biggest song and it's yeah. like this song that's it's about terrible stuff and i was like we would do these radio shows and like seven-year-old male poems yeah they're like <laughs> literally like, like poetry lyrics. by like angry yeah yeah, yeah. children like, and those guys poetry, are cool. yeah say. exactly yeah it's like pretty bad <laughs> and so i think that that strokes kind of when they appeared were kind of an antidote to a lot of that stuff yeah see i, I see was that. i w- was like didn't like them because I like their I like their record, but I was like these guys are like a lot cooler than me Super and are going to cool, get yeah. a lot more girls than me. Yeah. And, well, yeah. and in principle, I don't like them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's, and that turned out to be true. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that, there's something that will always be true with those guys. Yeah. I, feel, I mean, like if you look at those early pictures of them, you're like the craziest thing about them is that no one put them together. Right. right. Yeah. They're they just, just like just we literally like just are yeah. the best looking guys at high school. Yeah. And we right. have a band and it's really good. You're like, fuck, man. Yeah. I yeah. had a proper like <laughs> yeah, it's most an, bands are like, yeah. we don't You could have one of those things, yeah. but all of them really I had a proper like socioeconomic response to the strokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where like being from New Jersey and like historically New Jersey is just shat on by New York. Like you need to know that. Like yeah. someone who's a lifelong Manhattanite or something views living or going to New Jersey as like going to the garbage dump. Basically. Like <laughs> that's shooting themselves. That's in essentially the face. what they related <laughs> Committing to. Committing like, the honor. You want us to go over the river for anything but tax free gas and clothes? <laughs> right. No thanks. Right. Fuck you, you're disgusting. Right. Um so that's the general tenor of new york city people so when i find out these really handsome tall cool kids are actually the sons of like rich ass city dudes yeah like fuck these guys yeah don't give a shit like fuck just yeah don't even care what they sound like just they can go fuck themselves yeah and then i remember hearing that first record and just being like Ah, god damn it this is yeah. undeniably kind of awesome re- so good. the bass them, is so sick on this yeah, record like i saw you know, them recently at governor's crazy. ball and i didn't want to like them yeah so I then was... i just waited 10 years and started hating vampire weekend instead yeah which yeah. represented the same exact thing to yeah me. that's right. fair that's fair i think that vampire weekend was a slow adoption for me like i liked their last record a lot i feel like there was a lot of there's like a lot of music on that record right which i like because i'm a nerd you know i grew up being a music nerd so you can maybe you still are it's okay yeah yeah, i would say i I still am a music nerd i don't know man i i at the same festival the year before don't let it go i had to watch i watched a a full vampire weekend headline set dude i felt like it was like five hours long yeah i've never seen play dude it was and it was a situation where i couldn't leave like i was like 
somehow had gotten that score like to the soundboard oh, that's where it's like and, I was, and all of their parents were there dude, asking it you, was like, like so one of those things where, like, that for me to leave would be like i'd have to walk down this aisle <laughs> oh, up to the no. stage and i was like and i was like i can't <laughs> so I, I sat there and like yeah it was like time it was one of those things where like time was moving backwards i was like it was 9 15 now it's 8 30 exactly like yeah. it could have been the edibles but it yeah. just could yeah. yeah so i yeah but i know i know what you mean it is like a little reactionary i get that way with music too yeah, yeah. I try and avoid that nowadays as much as possible because I think that there's a lot of inspiration to be drawn from like maybe giving, of course. trying to find like, okay, like for instance, the Juggalo thing, like obviously ISCP is not making like good music that advances humanity. And in, in Just to say, again, we're 20 minutes since I asked the question, you guys have still <laughs> not given me an appropriate answer to my entry. Into, I, well, what I was going to say is I think there's a juggalism. lot of ways, and I think that you could... Like one quick way is you could go braid your hair like you're a uh, middle school girl who just went on a Caribbean vacation. Fine. Um, you can carry around Fago in a koozie. A koozie. Yeah. Okay. And I think you could wear. I think you should bring back Jinkos. Yeah. Chain wallet. Yeah. Hemp choker. We should basically go into my parents' basement. I think we can find <laughs> yes. all these things. You know, <laughs> but like what sort of what you're saying about like being more open minded is I do also think. It is, that's something I, I have a real problem with. It's like, I instantly will like resent people who I think have had it easier or especially people who are good looking. Oh yeah. And yeah. I actually got in trouble with a friend recently because, uh, she had broken up with her boyfriend and she's really good looking and was complaining how hard dating was and how lonely. And I was like, you, your loneliness, you don't understand what loneliness yes, is. You can't. You're never going to feel lonely because people are always going to want you. And I actually had told this to her while I was drunk. Had forgotten about it, and she was so. She came up to me and she's like, "You know, I really was thinking about what you told me." I was like, "What are you talking about?" (laughs) (laughs) She told me that I basically like negated her feelings, and that I had a point in a way, but also she still felt that way. And I was like, "Yeah, like you can, you have feelings." Yeah, everyone gets lonely. Yeah, like it's still true. But yeah, Yeah. but I was like, "You're like a good-looking girl who's like 26." Like I don't. It's not the same as like. It's not. It's just not the same. But yeah. relative to you, it's the same. It's yeah, like when people yeah. are like white people problems. It's like, yeah, I get. It. It's good to have perspective, but also like, if you have a problem, it still feels like a problem. There's to you. also it just regular. Sure. Just yeah, that's like whenever yeah. someone complains about something, they're like, well, have you seen the shit that's happening in fucking like Iraq? Like, how can you complain about this? It's like, right. Like, I'm not saying that's not a problem, right. but it's also like you have to live your life. But my <laughs> white privilege doesn't beat colon cancer. Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, like things come be, up sure. and people, yeah, people are good looking and they also have problems. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, that's something I've try, been trying to be more conscious. But yeah, I think what? the point but is that you should, everyone should be able to complain. And that goes, you know, yes. but we should you're all be right able to complain. Too. Have nothing to talk I talk about. about my wife with that. My <laughs> what, wife what? has been tall and slim and good looking her whole life. Look, okay, he's bragging. So there is an element. <laughs> there is an element. I look like fucking Shrek. So I don't know how I manage this. Like, sort of like but, a. Cool Shrek. Like, yeah. A juggalo Shrek. Yeah, like, <laughs> a Shrek with a chain wallet is like now Shrek's This could actually be band. your juggalo identity. <laughs> yeah, you could Shrek. be like, oh, a Shrek mask. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's sick. And then actually. I got to find maybe like a, chain. a significantly shorter friend to be Donkey. Yeah. And we'll have this whole insane clown posse like scene <laughs> going on. I was listening to a John, the John C. Riley interview because I'm a huge fan of his on, on Mark Maron's podcast. And he is a big fan of clowns, and he takes it super seriously. And that's where I started thinking. That he brought up the question. I started thinking about it, like, why are clowns this horror movie trope? Right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess why are they? You know, like, are we all just actually perverts, and we're just projecting? 
And he's talking about that's anyway. That actually is not relevant to the point. <laughs> but but, but uh, perhaps but, we but should begin with that. That's interesting. That is anyway. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> Don't search my house at all. Do you know Jared from Subway was an active That's clowner? Crazy. He was into clowning. He was Was he? No. Oh. You could have told me anything about yeah. Jared from Subway and I would believe it after what happened. <laughs> I don't even know. I heard about it like the one day and I haven't heard about it since. Was basically. there any truthers along the way? I who bet- the moment they saw Jared Fogel on TV were like John Molesner. Dude, Subway's Can't a monster, okay? Can't I wouldn't be it. surprised if w- Jared Fogel was like black bagged on an island somewhere. So right I was one. recently, <laughs> I, I'm in Europe, but I was recently, uh, we were playing some shows and we went to a rest stop and went to a place that had a Subway and they had a big, um, one of those big stand-up ads and it was the soup Nazi guy. Really? Being like, try our Subway soups. And I was like, they must have been like, what were the negotiations? Like, we lost Jared. No one wants to be associated with our brand. Oh, yeah. I Imagine it, the list of yeah, sub stars who yeah, they were going to. That after. was my yeah. question. Who else did they go to and how much did this guy get to be like, yeah. we need someone and the soup Nazis probably like, I'll do it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Who's the soup Nazis agent? I don't know. How do we reach out? Can we, can we do this? Can yeah. we reach out to the soup Nazis? And find out. I'm uh, trying to think who were like other like marginal food related people that were part of because yeah like rachel ray or someone's not going to touch She's subway too big. Yeah. yeah yeah too big especially after that yeah, yeah. maybe paul maybe paula dean maybe someone who's had their own yeah. issues who's like i listen i'll take what i can get at this point pete townsend paula dean pete townsend yeah <laughs> doesn't <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> research he doesn't feel like a sandwich guy to me yeah it's true i heard he likes cool white bread <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, my wait, ideal uh, board said sandwich is actually just a tinfoil <laughs> container full of black olives. <laughs> wait, wait, Benny, hold on. What you were saying about your wife. She's, yeah. She's tall. Just talk about you were just bragging about how hot your wife yeah, is. Yeah, that was where we... Let's, let's not go away from <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. your wealth. I don't want to interrupt uh, that. Yeah, yeah juggle of but, but you're saying... People, but I get what you're saying because I think that was... My point is like people treat you differently in a nice way. She but can that, never understand what I understand about the world right. as a result. <laughs> but she's, what about, she's, her, she's never she's been cast she's, aside. She's a different reality, but it's her reality. But yeah, it doesn't make her heartbreaks any less than exactly. mine. But, also but like, it makes it a lot fucking easier to get back into the playing field. Oh, totally. doesn't it? But yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of people... like. Speaking from the perspective of being an incredibly good-looking person myself, <laughs> let's—I mean, let's note that in a real way. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I'd say Mikey is up in like the eights. Oh yeah. wow! Thank you. I didn't yeah. even go. Let me I know when mid eights. Let me know when your wife hits the playing field and, and you're available because uh, clearly we could get some. All right, now you're fucking going too far. <laughs> no, not your wife, uh, man. I'm talking about you, man. And I wouldn't put. I Jonah, you'd be you'd be in the high sevens to me. Nice looking guy. That's, that's very generous. Should shave a little more. Often. I was going to say it depends. The mustache is a solid yeah. ten, and then the just, man behind it is. If you don't hear, if if my well. personality can't show at all, I mean, I'm giving myself hard five. You're, and that's you're way off base. Yeah, I no, I don't think we're going to be good at rating each other because I think you guys are both. I think yeah. we. Together we're just thirty. We're just pushing. <laughs> we're just hard tens for all across us? the board. Oh, straight dimes. I love your outlook. Yeah, I like your dimes. Nice. You got that really nice unifying Louisiana outlook. Yeah, about man. Our you know, soul, soul music. <laughs> so as as an eight and a half nine, yeah. what were you going to say? I'd say Come, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. Hard nine and a half. Yeah. Co- coming from that, I mean, what what were you about to say? Because minus point, just 
I just did that because margin of error. It could right, be 10. Right, it could right. be 10. Yeah. You don't know. I was just going to say that people, you know, not only do they have their, you know, like someone who's very good. Like, okay, I li- actually, one of my best friends in the world is an incredibly good looking woman. And it, a lot of people want to be involved in that. But it can be disingenuous sometimes. Mm, sure. And I think that that's something that's easy to, like, take for granted. It's like someone who's like... You don't know what it's like to be lonely, but you're like, yeah, but maybe I don't really know what it's like to have people trying to like or s- yell at me on the street. Like, right. So, you know, right. That's so annoying. That's true. Yeah. You know, or like, having someone like always someone like wanting something from you. Exactly. Or like, like wondering if yeah, maybe you there can't trust the- intentions as much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is true. Someone wants to be friends with me. I'm like, great. Yeah. Let's start. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be yeah. real. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's an interesting downside that I didn't think about is both of the things you just said. Yeah. A, you have no sense of, of anonymity. Like no. you can't just like walk down the street, go to fucking CVS, get your shit and go back without yeah. fucking some incident probably, especially, uh, well, and, like at least and I'd seen that catcalling yeah. video on YouTube. I don't know if you guys had seen that. A woman yeah. yes. who filmed her walking down the streets and Which got over a hundred catcalls. A little controversial, by the way, that video, the way it was edited, uh, the way it was put together. You know what? Still kind of eye-opening in some ways, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Just to at least be able to be like, I've never been catcalled. I can yeah. safely say that. Yeah. yeah. I've been hit on a couple times in my nice. life. Yeah. Maybe very nice. Two or three. <laughs> that sounds Got awesome. Got a drink bought for me once. Nice. Um, but I can oh, understand that after? being was it from, like a genuine, like. I believe it was. Sick. Um, cool. But I can never know because of how just handsome I am. Right. So yeah. That's yeah. What I mean. yeah. But. So and then, yeah, that other side of it is interesting, not knowing what people's intentions are. I can kind of balance it with the fact that. Um, short people always present to me this image that I have a better life because I'm tall. Which I agree with as an average height person. I would say I'm like staunchly average. I, I but, So would you just I, assume I would, that a taller person yes. has an easier go of things? Yes. So there are things that short people never consider. But I understand there that are, must be There true. are airplanes. Yeah. There are um, two-door automobiles. <laughs> There's like no, about, I was getting into sports cars. There's about like a million things that suck for me. Benny was getting in my Porsche Roadster the other day, <laughs> exactly. and it was, it was so awkward. I mean, and I was yeah, like, dude, Benny, get just get in the fucking car, dude. <laughs> like, I bought Jesus. you this $12 juice yeah. right in the middle. Well, Come I will on. say this, though. Uh, the height thing is interesting because I'm like average height. I'm 5'9", five, 5'10", five, whatever. Yeah. Benny, you're tall. Mike, you're about the same. same. We, I, I do that same thing. I like I'm for somewhere between five nine five ten, but I'm not okay with five nine. Like me neither. I'm, I'm like, like technically I'm five, like I'm five, five nine and a half, and I always because like, you're, you're rounding the five ten. I say five ten. I say five ten and feel like <laughs> and a, a liar. I say five nine. I'm not like representing myself. Right. But before you're upper five nine. Yeah. If you say five nine and a half, it sounds like you're throwing the half in because you don't feel good about it. But your I height. had no idea until I started online dating. I'm, I'm dating a girl I met online. How big of a deal height is to it's women huge. yeah huge. i never because c- i think being average you don't really think about it either way you're just yeah. like i don't feel short i don't feel tall yeah i feel fine yeah but that's like a re- it's i ne- i couldn't believe every like literally almost every girl was like be this tall or don't talk to me yeah, yeah. it's that's a problem crazy. for short guys yeah it's a crazy it thing i remember because that women like, don't yeah not all women right of right. course we've 
Remember, we got to be careful. Yes. We have no female perspective on this show. We've been yelled at before. <laughs> right. Also, right, like, right, we're speaking right. from but, a very particular set of experiences. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Let, okay. Disclaimer. Let that be noted. <laughs> Disclaimer. Let that be noted. Yeah. Someone, but, yeah, someone thought me and Benny were t- t- too male-centric. Yeah, we didn't have oh, okay. a, enough so, of a female perspective. Okay. So. At one point. Yeah. That's fair. So, I, I suppose. I mean, yeah, I can't I argue suppose. it. Uh, I guess when you're talking about your life with your friend, you just only know your perspective. If, yeah, yeah. If we are both. We are both with penis. Yeah. So if there were, Yeah. Whatever. Just, what can you do? What can but you do? I do. Have, both, both of the penises belong to the two of you. Or? We own both. Yeah. But each other's, we have like a rental agreement. It's complicated. It's yeah. really it's nice. complicated. We could do an whole another podcast. Yeah. That sounds that. really nice. It is it's, nice. That's real French. We believe in community. Yeah. Let's just mm. say. Um, but I know, like, guys... I hate the word penis, by the way. You like it? No. He you don't? It. Yeah, it just sounds like there's a problem about to be disclaimed. What do you prefer? Am I, I supposed just, like, to don't say... don't talk about... I don't know, like... <laughs> like, it only should come up if it's, like... If it's cocks. Does <laughs> it, penis just sounds like a medical condition to you if you yeah, use like, it Yeah, like, I whenever? feel like it's a really, like... It's a hard area to navigate. Like, even, like, okay... But it's just your penis. That's all it is. Yeah, I guess you're right. I should grow up. <laughs> I don't like the word snack. I don't like when someone says, let's have a snack. I'm like, what, what am I, a ch- fucking child? And also, like, during but sex, if someone which I've had, to I've totally had it. And, like, it's hard to address anything in sex. So if someone walked up to you and they're just like, hey, why don't you uh, bring that cock along and let's get a notch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're fine with that. Yeah, but that's, if someone's that's like, good. That's my grandma speaking. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the there's the Curvy Enthusiasm episode where Larry David said they're like you're talking anyway. I don't want to go into this one, but, but yeah, I was like, saying short. I've known short guys right. who have a problem in finding a woman any taller than them who's willing to date them. Yeah. Like there's there is something with some women that they don't want to be shorter than the person yeah, they're with. Totally. So I, I would think say there were also a disclaimer. We're speaking. Specifically, straight men, straight women. Yeah, totally generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do, I think that could be a problem for for shorter guys. Yeah. And I guess that could give you, I know a couple guys who are shorter who have a little bit of that, like, extra chippiness because they're shorter. You know what's interesting about that, too, is uh, I feel like, and this might sound kind of fucked up, I feel like I'm insecure about so many things. When I find out people have an insecurity that I don't have, I'm uh-huh. like, oh my god, this is something I'm not worried about. This yeah. is like kind of cool because yeah. there's 500 other things about my appearance that there's I'm so, so insecure about. But problems. I'm like, this one, like, I think I'm okay. Yeah. What's another one you're completely comfortable with? So we're good with height. We're good with height. height feels How cool. about your eyes? Do you like your eyes? I like your eyes. Yeah, I'm, a, amb- I'm ambivalent about my eyes. I don't feel okay. great about them. I don't feel bad about them. What's like, say. <laughs> Say I feel good about him. You <laughs> say as a part of online dating, you had to submit a photo of like the finest part of your body. Oh, what photo? that goes back to the word that I, I don't want a little cackle. <laughs> <laughs> the pleasure wand. Um, oh, I, I, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know what I would like wand. a clavicle. Your ass. Your like. What do you look at some days in the mirror and you're like, yeah, not bad. You guys, I, I. I I know mine. Do you please, have a spot? please, please. Okay. Take guys, I think I have. I think I have like pretty shapely bicep muscles. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Would I'm you, pretty sure. Would you pretty want sure the picture to be like just a the natural, bi- just straight like, bicep? I want like, it to look like a desert scape. 
So oh, white, okay. sort of a pale, <laughs> so a real close like up. Photoshop job. Yeah, yeah, like moonrise. <laughs> so you don't want an action shot of you like sanding something. Yeah, that would like, be cool. Like yeah. actually, I think like. Do you work out, or is this just a natural? Uh, I think that if you go on tour, you carry a lot of gear. Yeah, and, that, and then like sometimes I work out at the. And hotel. Jack has that song. I want to get buffer. Yeah, which is a big, which is actually about loading YouTube videos. But <laughs> you know who else? That, that's another person. We keep talking about Jack. He should have come along. Uh, he should. He's been here before. Yeah, we were, we were actually supposed. To, we were actually going to work out today, and really? I was like, I'm going to go hang out with Jonah. And then he was like, eat Yeah, it. I don't want to come. Eat it, man. <laughs> Screw you, man. So he's your biceps. I think you I got submit. I think that I'm going to submit that like. I it's mean, kind of just, unusual. you're not even flexing. And I'm like, yeah, they, yeah. it's they weird. I don't know. They look good. There's a lot of, it's exactly what Jonah, I, I only say that with the like, about everything else, appearance wise, I couldn't say. Not feeling great. <laughs> I'm pretty though. sure for a guy my size, I'm rocking some. <laughs> Going by yeah, yeah, See, that's yes. another thing shorter guys don't recognize, right? If you have a shorter arm, more it's, muscle. it's compact and it's more muscle. I'm like an but, awful arm wrestler. But because this thing could just break. Look at it. It's all yeah, skinny it's and long. But there so is long. that. There, there is that. I mean, as, as made famous by that uh, Minor Threat classic song, Small Man, Big Mouth. Mm. There is, I think, uh, there can be an urgency or like an instinct to want to overcompensate. Yes. Which is like, I totally get because I want to overcompensate in so many ways. Right. Just not in that way. And not not in that way, right? I, I really wanted uh, for a second when I when I did a little bit of uh, online dating, I was very interested in like trying out like new stuff. And one of them definitely was like going on a date with uh, like a girl who was like much taller than me. Mm. And I did it; it was cool. It was like not a big deal. Yeah, I you know it's interesting too. Have you read about this stuff? What they do? It's such a big deal in Asia where people will do stuff where they will get every bone in their leg broken. And then if you reset the bones, you can actually get like an inch or two taller. How much does it cost? I I think it costs a lot and it's incredibly painful. But it's such a big deal over there that like people do it. But when I was in Argentina. That sounds, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've heard of this like, yeah, so there's this like Argentinian, I think he's passed away. So rest in peace, Ricardo Fort. But he was like a TV personality, like a Kardashian type of thing in Argentina. And he like was some sort of heir to a fortune. And he had that height, that thing done. Okay. Surgery where they right. add something to however it works. Ultimate Napoleon complex. So, yeah. Turned, yeah. Yeah. And he like wasn't, she was average. He was like us, 5'10", 5'11", okay. 6'3". Oh, so he was three. fine. No, no, no. He was like, five, he was like an average height yeah. guy. But he, got, he was just one of these people who got, started getting obsessed with, addicted to plastic surgery. And you can see these videos of him online and he like... You can't really like walk as well when you after that hap- after your body heals from that. sure. And so he's like doing this kind of variety show. I'm mean, I'm doing a dance. You can't see, but like he's trying to dance around and sing a song, and it's just really crazy. Like it looks like not going very well. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing casts on his. It's really well, what's interesting is that yeah, that's such a big deal. Like that's, that's such a big deal. But then if you look at like celebrities, most celebrities are short. Yeah. Like yeah, most I, of the time you meet a celebrity important, everyone's like, oh, you're so much smaller in person. It's like, yeah. So but, what do you... But do you think the same thing that leads to like... Pursuing celebrity... A machismo Napoleon complex, like, oh, I'm going to get buff because I'm short. Maybe it leads to a little bit extra maybe, drive. Maybe. Maybe it does lead to a little extra drive. Maybe yeah. you can't be as... Yeah. Like Tom That's, Cruise is like... I don't care that I'm five foot one. Totally. I will not be stopped. Yeah. And I'll just do this scene when Nicole Kidman yeah. is standing on a box. Yeah. yeah. I think for maybe, cool. maybe you do feel yes. a little bit like you'd have to prove yourself. 
I've I don't know. Mm. I'm speculating, but I mean, it's possible because I definitely, you know, let's to just keep the the court open here. I always feel a great need to prove myself, even as a tall man. Yeah, yeah. So it I can feel clearly like it, come from other. Like I don't walk around the earth with this absolute supreme confidence because I'm six foot three. But you absolutely should. But I Especially feel if like you were doing online, dating I would be. If so, I had your biceps, I might. Yeah, exactly. Look, I would be so. Put these puppies on that. Those whatever you call those. Like <laughs> it would be like the perfect union. tendrils. My height, <laughs> your biceps. Jonah still hasn't told us the part of his body he I would highlight. Some, I want to say some things about Jonah that I would highlight. <laughs> I would give it Jonah's personality like and a nice mustache. Long neck, doesn't he? I think my neck is too long. I got a long, long neck. Too, I feel man. like I do yoga and I'm like, like straighten your back. I'm like, I look like a fucking ostrich. Yeah, but so you're it's taking crazy. the one thing that's just a super beautiful specialty part of you and still being self-deprecating Yeah, well, you know it. what? It's really is about perspective. It's like maybe it could be beautiful to you or it could be ostrich-like. Yeah, but if you find it beautiful, it projects as far more beautiful to you think? the person seeing you. 100%. You think I walk around more like... I think for a fact that I come off nicer looking to women because I present myself with like uber confidence. Yeah. How do you think that you appeal to uh, men? Um, historically, I often get hit on by really? by gay men. Um, I don't know if I emanate something. Uh, when I was much younger, I had a, a pretty serious interest in transsexual pornography. I don't know if they just I still read do, that yeah. on me. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, well, that's its own thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not like whole that's necessarily. Yeah, that's whole like another episode. But. Uh, I think I would do well in that community. Okay. I do. Um, but I think I would land... T- you know why? Would I be a bear? It's because you're tall. That's it. Yeah. Just it's flat out. beautiful, tall man. So now but you're... Think- so you're basically doing the same thing. You're like, you know <laughs> no, what? You would just kill in the gay community just because you're I'm tall. I'm just saying, in, like, we shouldn't localize it to women. Like, we should just I mean, say, I'm not a person? No, I think objectively, <laughs> there's a person in there somewhere... <laughs> It might just above where I can see. It's up there in the cloud. Right. You know, like there's almost like a myth of a person. Exactly. Back there. Myth is but when you're this tall, you can just create any persona you'd like. Yeah. Really. I mean, I could be anything. How often are you self-conscious? I feel like I'm like, I, I'm one of those people that's so self-conscious. I can't like recline my seat on a, on a plane just because I'm just like, uh, I don't want to go in this person's space. I feel yeah. like going to a concert or something, you're like. I get so mad when someone tall stands in front of me, but then I'm also like, this person has to fucking like, stand what somewhere. Are what are they supposed to do? Like, hunch over yeah. the whole time? Yeah, no, I've run into that issue with people before, where I've just been standing in a place. It's not like I, like, pushed to the front of the crowd and went in right, front of right, them. Right, right, right. It's just standing there. Yeah. And somebody's been like, oh, excuse me. I'm like, I'm sorry, but, like, I is can't. there, like, a line in the venue that everyone six foot three and up just needs to be in the back? I tend to like, think there should be. What I mean, <laughs> I don't think they should, you should no, no, even be allowed no. in the front yeah, door. Honestly, it's not even in. Yeah. They should do it. They should yeah. get it a shorter doorway. Yeah. I, must, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fair. Fair enough. <laughs> if I'm playing a rock show and I look out there and I see some beautiful tall man staring back at me, I'm going to miss my notes. Yeah. You are. What it's, about it soul? But are you going to miss your notes because you're so impressed at looking at him? Or yeah. are you going to miss your notes because yes. you're so angry for the four people behind them because they can't There's see? There's so many reasons it's really hard to parse. <laughs> but I'd say the first one most likely. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Good God. Yeah. What would that be like? What a Solo's striking over. fellow. <laughs> yeah. when, when you guys, as guys who have both played in big shows, lots of people. Huge. I mean, how often do you... <laughs> Do you get distracted by actual like faces in the audience or is it always just sort of because 
like a blur because I feel yeah. like I've every time we play it's like at a dark club I can't even see anyone but That's I'm so saying funny. playing like a festival or something man I, I just actually think about and say, I talk about this a lot because in certain bands there's like fanatic fans and you'll sometimes see the same fan in the front row for a number of shows and you recognize them because you're a human and so are they and mm-hmm. they're right there you right. see the face super clear mm-hmm. and I always think it's funny when a super fan or something will like get a chance to meet whoever from the band they're into usually the front person and then like oh, he, recognize, he or she recognized me mm-hmm. and you're like yeah of course he did because yeah. you were right there been staring at yeah, each like, other for see, four like, straight it's nights it's this ruse that we have yeah. to perpetuate that like we're just rocking all of you, but really, I see every yeah. single one of you in the front row. I'm like, is yeah. everyone or okay? Or if someone's like, what if someone's like fucking on their phone the whole time? That's or like, that you're too. like, yeah, like that's yeah. got to be distracting. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's actually uh, happens, but. in an odd way, I'm I'm uber focused on the crowd when I play. Yeah, because Benny like, actually uh, called out a crowd member once. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I from behind got yeah. out from behind the kit. Yeah, it's true. Um, what but, what did they do? <laughs> They were just wasted. They were being oh. complete assholes to everyone around them. And it was a small enough show that it was literally like infecting the yeah. whole crowd. Like where this one person was just fucking up the vibe of the show. Well, and it was driving you. me nuts. Yeah. So in between the song, Brian came back. He's like, you're right. I'm like, no, nah, I want to fucking kill this guy. I need to talk to him. He's like, yeah, go. And just went and I yelled at him. I told him, being an asshole, you're ruining the show for fucking everybody. If you don't want to be here, if you don't want to have a good time, go to the back, go somewhere else. I'm like, I'm like, I'll take money out of my fucking pocket and give it to you to get you out of my fucking sight right now. And the guy was basically like, he's a little resistant for like a second and then like quickly realized the guy from the band just like came out and said he's being a dick and the whole crowd thinks so too. And he, uh, yeah, he, um, he came around. Well, speaking of, of audiences, um, I saw your band play recently, your release show. I was show. really happy, yeah. It was just my, it was sort of, a, yeah, I guess it was like a sort of a single release show. It was really just our first show. Okay. And I'm super happy that you came. Yeah. It was really fun. Uh, so. I'm get, We're getting better at it. So. so how do you pronounce it? X-Rays? I say X-Rays, but really like it's Spanish for X-Kings, who say X-Rays, but like. I, I chose that name because for, for a lot of reasons, but it has a lot to do with sort of like identifying as a New Yorker new, or someone who is like a lot of New Orleans and New York kind of influence in my music or like me as a musician. And I was really interested in uh, like Puerto Rico, like, like salsa bands from the 70s in New York. I love that like mixture of African claves and like weird psychedelic guitar and cool like that sound really appealed to me. And so I was like, I want to access that reference somehow. And I, the drummer I wrote a lot of the music or worked on a lot of the music with is a Panamanian fellow. He's the guy who played okay. drums at that show, Aaron Steele. And uh, yeah, we I had this band before it called King Expressors and I was like, oh, like it just, the name just came out of there. And I just thought it was kind of cool and new, like identified with the new york latin music thing to use this uh spanish word even though like it's fun it is funny every time i say it like someone who's like latin i'll be like x-rayas and they're like oh okay cool but like the guy in my building like the guys in my building are always like yo like you back from tour man okay cool man yeah like where were you this time oh uh and i'm like yeah i was doing my own show and he's like oh what's the name of your band i was like 
trying to explain it to him. And then I spelled it to him and he's like, oh, X-rayes. Cool. And I was like, okay, I should just say it. But I don't want to sound like the kind of guy who's like, I'll have a tortilla. (laughs) You know, like those newscasters. Yeah, he's like, I'll have a pollo. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to sound like I'm overdoing it, but it's actually X-rayes. Is it cool to do your own thing after sort of playing with all these other people for so long? Yeah, it's really exciting. I feel like it's just like, I do a lot of work with other people and writing with other people, and this is a chance to kind of let everything sort of just happen the way that it naturally happens to me. I mean, the X-Rayas project is a lot to do with collaboration because my life as a musician is so collaborative, and I come across so many amazing people and travel to all these crazy places, and so like the idea behind the project was like, <laughs> that's my son. Um, <laughs> his name is Zeke. Um, it was to collaborate with like um, a lot of the musicians that I had come into contact with over the years of playing different bands. So, do you collaborate with a lot of babies? Um, so most of the people on the record are actually babies. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> They're great percussionists. Um, mostly, I know like most of my friend group is, is child billionaires. <laughs> That's totally Vanessa's joke, by the way. Wait, I saw yeah. that you you finished a lot of the record at Magic Shop, correct? Yeah. Well, we did. Actually, at Magic Shop, we just did the string string recording. Okay. And that was really fucking cool. Like, Must have been like maybe right before the right closing. Right before it closed. Yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah, well, that would have been in December or something or like late November. Cool that you got and, to yeah, I was shocked be a part was, of that place. It was, yeah. It was really cool, man. And that was like, when you make your own record, there's like all these different weird recording environments that I'm like kind of polishing. Like there's all sorts of shit on there. There's like iPhone voice memo stuff. But right, like right, right. the ma- the magic shop strings like is literally just like, okay, those are done. Just perfect. Put them there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like yeah, yeah. took the session because we had to do it in a separate session because all these string tracks. So you got to kind of like bounce the string tracks down to bring into the session where all the other tracks are. And I was just like listening to them. I was like, these are fine. Yeah. Just straight up huh. bounce them out. It sounded like amazing to me. And then the record is coming out this year? Or yeah. So right okay. now I'm actually still trying to find the right label. I'm still available. FYI. Y'all. Uh-uh. Um, but yeah, so I would hope to... Um, if you were taller, it would probably be just a lot easier. It would be so easy. easy. That's yeah, the thing. You know? I, mean, like, yeah. I feel like a lot of these suits come by, suits or pantsuits, and they just look right over me, literally. Yeah. 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 Because I'm there with the babies, and no one in the band is visible. <laughs> You're like, why am I always meeting people at the front door of CVS? <laughs> and it's so they can see how tall you are. Exactly. exactly. Wait, like, does the uh, front door of CVS have a... Yeah, the, cry, the it does? I never noticed thing. that. Oh, my. Oh, uh, yeah. Ben, have you noticed that? Yeah? That's so if somebody's... That's tall guy. Maybe it's only... So if somebody's yeah. robbing the place, they can get an idea that the perp was five foot ten. Is like, that why? Yeah. Wow. No, it's so people can just measure themselves on the way out. I was going to say, like, what is the purpose? Just standing next to the door? It's just a service CVS provides to just keep people in context of their own height. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In case you get too big for your britches. Very important stuff. (laughs) You know, I noticed another thing that I liked in... It was actually, I think, on on Jack's Tumblr, the Bleachers Tumblr, Mm -hmm. introducing the band to everyone. Oh, cool. And he said that... Mikey Freedom Heart likes to hang in a very deep way. <laughs> did that say is that. The written on there. Well, so, that is true. So, 
Like, do you feel like this is a deep hang? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I hope the proof is in the pudding. I this mean, being the pudding, deli sandwiches, <laughs> ICP, <laughs> ICP, whatever it is, man. I got something to say. You know, I feel no wiser. No, on to really how to be like how to functionally be a juggalo like, Stick tomorrow. With me. Yeah, Stick I just with me. I just want your biceps. Now that I. <laughs> Now that I know that you have a son, too, I mean, like, there's a whole component of juggalism that has to do with, like, irresponsible parenting. Should I get him now on that soda? Uh, Yeah. Just get him accustomed to it? I would just go ahead and Put a little in his bottle. Start a little Fago. Just, uh, sweetheart, tonight, instead of Zeke's bath, we're just going to dump soda all over him. (laughs) Just to get him ready for the forthcoming lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. I want him to be prepared for life, okay? And... I want I him to have all that. options covered. So if he decides one day to be a juggalo, I want him to not be unfamiliar with the scents and smells, you know? Exactly. Scents and smells is the same thing. I was trying to think, yeah, you want him to have the map. Yeah. Totally. I'm going to give him Buddhism, Christianity, <laughs> juggalism. All of it is going to be Let part of his, his narrative. huh? Let him choose. The yeah, big three. Let him choose. Buddhism, Christianity, and juggalism. But that kid is only going to eat fucking boar's head. And you better know that. <laughs> the big one. You better know that. Yeah. That, that, I actually, you taught me a lot today. I did. And I taught you nothing. But I, we hung deeply. We did hung deeply. deeply. I, like, I like that Jack, I think, thinks that I'm like a real a, a hanger. And I, and I appreciate that. I want to I want to perpetuate that in the world that like. I'm a, I'm a hangout guy because yeah. I, I don't know like I, I I think that I like to meet a lot of people when we're traveling I like to uh, you know I've been I don't know touring instead of like something that I started doing in rock bands in the past like five or six years so before that I did a lot of weird shit <laughs> hung with a lot of weird people so you know how more. to get deep I can get deep man say like you're see now for some reason you're talking about your upbringing a little bit i'm thinking of louisiana haven't toured much blah 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 i'm just imagining you in I've like, a lot now but. in like a teepee yeah we, we like, live in teepees. filled with smoke i like that and just like you know the typical always just like half a step away from talking about life and death and existentialism is this yeah. close it's really close it wasn't a teepee it was like sort of a it's like a nylon ripstop tent in my parents' backyard. <laughs> I see. And it was full of smoke. Uh-huh. And uh, we did talk about life in the universe, man. <laughs> I love we it. We talked about it all, man. God. No, I don't know. I grew up with brothers. We lived on a bayou. I mean, we did a lot of... There was a lot of things that were very Louisiana about the experience. Like Awesome. And that was cool. That was cool. because like, I still feel like I'm uncovering stuff that was like other people didn't do mm. that, that was totally normal. You know, like there were definitely alligators around... Despite the fact that, like, most Louisiana people are trying to, like, avoid that stereotype. I can go ahead and say that plenty of gators. they were there. There were gators, yeah. man. <laughs> How do you feel about eating gator? It's delicious. Yeah. It's like a, it's a special occasion meat. Yeah. Now, if you're Boar's raised... Head does not do gator. No either. gator. Boar's Head is not a special occasion meat, man. That's your everyday meat. <laughs> yeah. It's an everyday meat. Specialized meats. <laughs> I mean, are gators... Meat. Are they, like, so common down there that, like... Because the idea, it's so... It's like, wow, you can eat gator meat? Yeah. It's crazy, like, down here. Is it, like, it's as a, apparent as, like, chicken or pork in places? You no, know, chicken and pork, obviously, is, like... Still winning. Sort of cheap. Those are the... Those are the those are two of the big three, as far as meats go. You right. got your chicken, pork, and then, of course... What part of an alligator is, like, the good cut? That's a good question. I would say... 
somewhere around the haunch. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know that like it's it, there's you gotta pay to get a license to hunt them. So there's a TV show on about. In fact, like every every TV show that has to do with like Louisiana people is like. Pretty, Subtitled pretty in another state English. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like I'm going to the bathroom. Like I'm going to the bathroom. It's like yeah, yeah. I heard him. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I was like I remember on Facebook one of my friends from growing up had posted like their dad's a dentist or something, and they were all excited because one of the guys from Swamp People, which is a show about gator hunters in Louisiana, um, guys who have really bad teeth, and so as a gag on one of the shows they go to a dentist. And it was like my friends. Wow. Day. And they were like starstruck that this guy from Swamp People was there. And I was like, what a weird twist. <laughs> like that you're starstruck by this like complete like Cajun guy who like maybe has a social security number. Yeah. Like, now he's on TV and you're like, I just can't wait to meet him. Those are the parts of reality <laughs> television I love. Like I can't stand the fact that the Kardashians are getting richer and richer by the day. Have you but watched the show? The fact that guys like. <laughs> it's amazing. The Treehouse Master and I Swamp People yeah. and guys like that, or even Buddy Cianci from the Bake Shop and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? This guy was just like an Italian dude from Hoboken who yeah. owned a bakery and now he's mad famous. Those are the kinds of people I want to get famous. As long just as they're like not people. like secret racist sexist. Yeah, right. Like, well, even like the duck sometimes. people got in trouble for being yeah. like, oh, we don't believe. No shit, the duck people don't believe in gay yeah. marriage. How is that <laughs> shocking at all? It's, like, yeah. I would have been shocked well, if you're he like, was. Well, you're like, but then why do they have a platform? I don't well, know. he has a platform because they're entertaining. Yeah, that's true. Just the same that, way like fucking Tom Cruise is. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. No one's that special. <laughs> That's the point. Of all just that. We're all just assholes just running around this murk. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Crazy rock flying through space. <laughs> That's man. it, man. Well, yeah. that was a good one. Yeah, it was. Good uh, job. And by that, I mean a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, of course. What else? Uh, what else would you be talking what about? What else would I be talking about? Exactly. Yeah, what else would I be talking about? Exactly, Brad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Mikey Freedom Heart. Awesome dude. Great musician. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Um, we'll keep you posted on his uh, record punch talk. Oh, also, he has some dates coming up. Yo! Uh, which I almost forgot to mention. Uh, he's performing a residency at Elvis Guesthouse on Avenue A in the East Village the last two Wednesdays of this month, July. The 20th, and I guess that would be the 27th. 20, or the, if it's a yeah, week later. Something like that. Yeah, so Elvis's Guesthouse. Check out x Ray's residency. I might go. You should. Yeah, maybe I will go. Um, I saw him. I saw him actually do his do a show uh, last month at Union Pool. It's really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so check out his residency. Check out his music. If you get a chance to check out the Cranberries, you gotta go. Uh, so <laughs> and many, linger while you're there. You gotta linger around while you're there, <laughs> but do not turn into a zombie. You're gonna say, <laughs> linger, linger. <laughs> um, if you enjoy our impressions, you can... Uh, <laughs> you're insane. You're insane. <laughs> but hopefully... Um, but you can uh, donate money at goingofftrack.com. Pay our, our server bills for our 206... This will be 217 episodes, so that's, that's a lot of room. Uh, and uh, It's a can, lot of megabits. It's a lot of megabits. You can also follow us individually or together on Instagram or something or Twitter 
You can find us. If you're interested in what we're doing, you can find us. Yeah. If you're savvy enough to download and listen to a podcast, you know how to do that. <laughs> so I'm going to shut up. Uh, we'll be back next week with another amazing podcast. All right. Uh... <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.